The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me as always is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignano. Well, Chris, we're six days away from uh, the Eagles possibly capturing their second championship in five years, um, and our boy, your boy, Julian Love, our boy, Julian Love, uh, really ruffled their uh, feathers, so to speak, when he was <laughs> on uh, well, Good Morning Football, and basically said that... Um, you know, anybody can coach that team, and that Nick Sirianni's along for the ride. What'd you think of that, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was funny as hell, <laughs> man. I mean, uh, you know, he endeared his heart <laughs> to Giants fans yeah. even more. You know, uh, he endeared himself to Giants fans even more, I should say. But um, I, I, I was surprised Julian went there. I was shocked yeah. when he said that. I really was. It was pretty funny. You know, but I think it shows you that... Um, Nick Sirianni's antics on the sidelines probably irked a lot of guys, man. Now, you know, how do you stop that? Well, you got to beat him and stuff like that. But I, I think, I, you know, that's what I took out of it. It was like, man, this guy must have really, a lot of Giants must be like, look at this. You know, this guy's whipping up on us and he's acting like a dope on the sidelines. It's pretty disrespectful and all that. That's the impression I got. I don't know what you got out of it. Um, Julian, obviously, was letting it out a little bit right there. He had the opening. Right, they asked him about about it, and he kind of like threw a, <laughs> a little bomb at the Eagles, and of course the Eagles, you know, it was weird because I, I get you, know, I, like I said, if you read between the lines, I guess the Giants players did not like what Sirianni did and felt it was disrespectful, yeah. you know. At the same time, he opened himself up for probably his two worst games of the year was yeah. against the Eagles. Um, he got smoked by the Eagles. And I don't know, and it's not true what he said. You know, you know, you can't just like have me or you coach Eagles because they're really good and say, okay, they'll win 14 games with anybody as a coach, you know? Uh, so I thought it was, I don't know what your take on it. Give us your take on it. I, I, I mean, it was frick, it was funny as all hell. You got to love him even more for saying that. Um, I was just I was just a little surprised he went. Yeah, they you? baited him a bit, I thought, and, and he gave kind of the answer I think they wanted him to give. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, I mean, they got the ratings yeah, in it. I'm I mean, sure they look, did. I yeah. loved it as a Giants fan because I can't stand Sirianni. The image of him shaking his head and nodding on the sidelines after the touchdown, like, oh, he's he's the new face of evil with the Eagles, right? He's in a long line of evil characters that have owned us, and he's the latest, and he's very unlikable. You know, this isn't even like Andy Reid. It was always like I didn't like him because he was the Eagles coach, but he was a good guy. He was just a great coach. You know, this guy's. And arrogant, you know what? And, you know, it's for Julian Love to say that. But like you said, yeah, he had his two worst games against the Eagles. So it looked a little like, oh, here come the Eagle fans. And they just unloaded on social media, man. They went back at him and every Giants <laughs> fan. But you know what? Good. Let him do, let yeah. him get let him get a little distracted this week. Good for them. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was surprising coming from Love, man. Yeah. I, I got to be honest. You know, it would have been surprised coming from – Probably anybody, like, you know, um, obviously Love was the one that was on the show, but 
even if like Dexter Lawrence said it, I'd be like, wow, I'm, I'm surprised they even said it about Sirianni, you know? I, mean, I could see them saying, yeah, you know, some of the things on the sidelines maybe they didn't like, but, you know, it is what it is, and our coach wouldn't do that. You know, I could see them saying that. But when Love went into the territory of, you know, well, he's just along for the ride, and, you know, anybody could coach that team. I was shocked he went there because I think if you ask Julian, he probably really doesn't mean that. You know, he's been he's played football his whole right. life, and there's been plenty of really good teams in the NFL that coaches have messed up. So to say that, you know, anybody could coach that team is – you know, I don't think Julian even really means that. I just think he liked yeah. throwing, <laughs> he liked throwing yeah. a shot at the Eagles. And I think he liked throwing a shot at Sirianni. Like, yeah, you know, you're pretty disrespectful against us. You act like a real dope. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, anybody could coach these guys. Don't think you're that yeah. good. You know what I mean? That's what he's, you could tell what Julian was doing, you know. And I, th- but, I think um, it. So that's, yeah, that's what I was Like, surprised. if you look at history, like, I can only think of one coach where I'd say that applies. And that was, like, Maybe the 95 Cowboys with Barry Switzer. Like, if he won, I just think, I, I shouldn't say me or you, but almost any coach could have won with that team when Barry Switzer won. Outside of that, like, that's, as much as I can't stand Sirianni, you got to give him credit, man. He turned it around, especially last year after the, the horrible press conference and then the speech about the, you know, <laughs> growing the, the, the plant and you're a flower. I was like, this guy is lost. Yeah. And then he went on a run. Yeah. He's been on a run since. So you got to give him credit. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, I was just surprised. It was pretty funny, man. It really, I, I, when I saw it, I didn't see it live, you know, when it happened in the morning. I just saw it on the replay. And I was just like, wow, Julian, what? This yeah. is this is hysterical, yeah. you know? And I'm sure you, you see the responses from the Giants fans. Like, oh, man, please re-sign this guy. I think it was even more they fell in love with the love man, yeah. you know? So, uh, but pretty, yeah, it was pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, if he is back with the Giants next year, Julian, uh it's going to be pretty interesting when he walks into Philadelphia next yes, year. Yes, it's going to get... <laughs> that will be interesting. Not loved. So. The opposite of love. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other uh, the other news, uh, the, the serious news is uh, Kafka, it looks like, is what? It's down to Kafka and your boy, your Staten Island boy, for the uh, the, the Cardinals job. And, and Wink is still in contention for the, the Colts position. It's like, uh, you know... It's like, yeah, I'm happy for these guys, but selfishly, like, really? This is this is going to be one and done with one or maybe both? Now, I think, um, you know, we, we talked about it the other day, right? If you lose one, you'd rather lose Kafka because it's, you know, Dable's an offensive guy. But there's the possibility they lose both or none or one. Um, your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, Jerry, man. Personally, for Mike Kafka, I hope he doesn't take that job. I I spoke to somebody a couple of days ago that knows people in yeah. Arizona, and I've heard nothing but bad things come out of Arizona about yeah. Kyler Murray. And this is from people I trust that told me this. And it's, I heard Kyler Murray was just, 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 I mean, just running the show and just very uncoachable at times. And him and Kingsbury, I mean, just he just like. He was just such a thorn in the side of Kingsbury. He was just a pain in the butt. Um, that organization, man, the GM leaves. You know, that was all bad there. The Bidwells are supposedly pretty good owners, Michael, there. But for personally, because, you know, getting to know Kafka during the season, he's a really mm-hmm. good guy. Um, and I hope he doesn't. If it's all for Tim... I wish Kafka would pull his name out. I think he would be making a mistake. I got to be honest with you. From what I'm hearing coming yeah. out of there. 
Um, he's not going to have a quarterback. And Kyle is really talented. He's not going to have a quarterback to, I don't know when he's going to be back next year. He's not going to be back at the beginning right. of the season, you know. So you're right there. You're behind the eight ball, you know. Um, and then he hears some other things, and, and I hope Kafka doesn't take it. Now, I also hope, obviously, he doesn't take it um, because I don't want right. to see him leave. You know, I want to see Daniel in, another, in the same system for another season. You know, um, obviously, Kafka did a lot of good things this year with not a lot of yeah. talent. And I think, you know, if they upgrade, you know, the talent <clears throat> at the receiver positions, maybe get on a tight end and all that stuff, get a better, a little better offensive line, I think Kafka, Kafka could do even better things, mm-hmm. you know, him and Dable. So, obviously, you know, I don't want to see him leave for that reason. So, uh, he obviously interviewed very well. He's down to, you know, but you never know if somebody comes flying out of left field with this. But right now, it looks like Lou Anarumo from Cincinnati and him, yeah. you know. Um, and we'll see what happens. Uh, I I just, man, on a personal level with Kafka, I just hope for him he doesn't get it. But, you know, he's a grown man. He knows what he's getting into. But he just hears some things, yeah. and it's like, oh, man, you know, Mike, you sure? You know, um, but he, I'm sure he knows what's going on there better than I do. And whatever challenges he might face, he's ready to face them, you know. Um, and we'll see what happens there. But you know, I'd like to see Daniel stay in the same system. You know, Pat Shermer was on today, uh, Sirius XM Radio. And Pat, they asked him Pat about Daniel Jones and different systems. And, and he says, yeah, that, that really, you know, that really affects him, man. He goes, you don't realize how much that affects a quarterback, yeah. Shermer said. And Shermer said, he goes, this is no surprise what Daniel did this year. He goes, the guy threw 24 touchdowns this rookie right. season. Yeah, you forget you know? that. And that was yeah. with Shermer, you know. And, I, and Shermer wasn't saying it in a way like, ah, when I was there, he threw 24, you know. He was just saying, like, it's not really a surprise with Daniel. Well, I remember, I remember after his first game, or maybe it was the preseason, when everyone was asking about Jones, and and Shermer looked at everybody in the press room and just said, "Guys, this is what we see in practice." He was almost not not right. dismissive, but like, "Were you watching the same practice as I am? This is what we expected." And I can't remember if it was <laughs> right. after the Tampa game, or it might have been after the preseason game against the Jets, where he kind of lit it up a bit. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just, Sherman was just like, you know, I'm happy for him, but this is this is what I expected. I expected yeah, this, yeah. you know. Uh, now things go, you know, they go off track yeah. at times. Of course, Sherman got fired, you know. Different coordinators, judge, the mm-hmm. whole deal, you know. Um, uh, but Sherman says, you know, interesting what Sherman was saying today about how Daniel is somebody that he loved. Um, he was one of the reasons why he brought him to the organization. Sherman said it. He goes, I was one of the reasons why he's yeah. here. And he was he's with yeah. the Giants. I wanted him here. You know, I wanted him at the Giants. You know, we we scouted him and we this is what we saw in him. And so it's no surprise the future is really bright for him. So I thought that was nice that Sherman yeah. said that, you know. Um and uh, you know, it's it's true. It's and, true. And to your, you to, know, it really to your is. point about Kafka going to Arizona being a bad situation. We got two calls, by the way. Uh, Ryan Williams and um, Kadarius Tony is the other one. So, oh, Tony's—he's not prepping for the Super Bowl. I have a feeling I know who that is. Always mad I think at me. I know who Kadarius Tony is. Um, but uh, he might still be mad at and me. And then now this, and now Craig's on. So we got three. Um, so we'll get to you guys in a second. Um, your point about Kafka going to a situation that's not great—could you say Wink might be in the same kind of spot? Where they're saying, and I know that they're going to be picking high. They're going to be getting a quarterback, but you know, um, is that the bet? You think that's the that's an ideal situation for a guy like Wink, who probably this will be his 
probably first and only crack at a head coaching gig, I would think. Yeah. If, yeah, if he takes well, it, I should say. If he takes it. If he takes yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure he would, you know, if he gets, he yeah. wants to do this. Look, I like Chris Ballard. I, there's some things they need to tighten up there, but... And Ursay could be a little, you know, well, but Ursay's not uh, like a Daniel Schneider, right. you know. Um, I think Wade could be nice. They'll, they'll draft a quarterback there probably, yeah. you know, and settle in with a new guy, rookie contract, develop a, uh, you know, when he brings his coordinator over, develop a young quarterback. Mm. So I, I don't mind that situation okay. at all. You know, it's been a disaster the last few years because, they, well, they, Jerry, they brought in these mercenaries. Yes. Few, you know, Wentz. Washed up, washed up um, mercenaries. Uh, right. You yeah. know what I mean? And Matt yeah. Ryans, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Rivers has gotten to the playoffs and, Actually, should have beat Buffalo in that playoff game, but then the last few years has been off track, yeah. you know. So they'll, they'll they'll get a young guy there. Wink will handle the defense with his coordinator. They'll bring in an offensive guy, and um, you know Chris Ballard. You know, I know things have gotten off track with them, but I still believe in Chris Ballard with some of the things he could do draft wise. Um, so yeah, no, but I, I just hear, you know, Jerry. I just been hearing some things coming out of Arizona that I didn't like, and it's like I just said, it's from people that I trust that tell me. And it's just, you know, and you saw last year with Kyle Murphy, some guys kind of like taking shots at him, yeah. you know, on his own team. Yeah. That's not good, maybe, you know? Maybe if there's a K, so, we'll maybe if there's a K, a Y, and an R in your first name, maybe that's, maybe you're, you're, you're poison for a franchise. K-Y. And Kyler, R. Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie. Oh, yeah. Right. Maybe that's a bad combination. You got to stay away yeah, from maybe. guys. So, anyway. Yeah. So, and, you, and another thing, Joe, you know, they gave... To me, I think they jumped the gun giving Murray that big yes. contract last yeah. year. They should have. They should have let him play out this yeah. year. You know, they kind of panicked. They gave him the big contract because he was forcing their mm-hmm. hand, so they're stuck with him there. So, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see with Kafka. You know, we'll see. I'm sure this week, yeah, or right after the Super Bowl, it'll come down and we'll see what happens. All right, we're going to admit Ryan Williams in to the podcast. Ryan, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast, buddy. I think you called in before, man. No, oh, not hearing you, bro. We got headphones on. Right, me now. Okay, we got you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, I used to be the first one up. I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm back and first in line this, this time. So appreciate you guys yeah. having me. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, a year ago. Oh, what was that, Ryan? What happened? Well, it's my daughter. She promised me she'd be quiet. And <laughs> yeah. Um. So my daughter. Uh, my daughter. Well, so it's amazing. Last year, um, judging from where we were last year, you know. All we, what's dominated this offseason is guys was talk about who we're going to keep. You know, it's not about who we're going to add or anything like that. It's, it's Saquon, it's Daniel Jones, it's extending Andrew Thomas, etc. Dexter Lawrence. But I guess my question is, what if, if we had to do, and I'll pinpoint it to free agency because you don't want to draft for need, but if there's one thing that we got to come out of this free agency period with, whether position-wise or what is it, what, what do you think Joe Shane's going to go and spend the you know the big bucks now that we have it this year. Um, is it a linebacker? Is it an interior offensive lineman? Where where do you think we'll go um, in that direction? I think Joe's going to spend his money on what you just said: an interior offensive lineman and a guy like Tremaine Evans. There it is. <laughs> that's where I think that's where I think Joe's going to yeah. try to spend his money. Yeah. You know, you look at the wide receiver spot, Ryan. There's nobody there that you're going to be like, okay, let's go get him. Yeah, you know, um, and you look at and Edmonds is young too. That's that's what Edmonds we need, is pretty you know? young. I think he's twenty. It's a rebuilding team, so we're not going to yeah. spend you know any thirty-year-old wide receivers that may or may not have yeah. been on this team before. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. we're not going to go that route. Look, yeah. and, and you know what, Ryan? I don't know if you saw Joe Shane's presser at the end of the season with us. 
Yeah. Um, when he kind of, you know, when he came out and said about, look, look, don't think because you have a number one receiver you're going to the playoffs. Because right. he's play-. So he was kind of telling us, there, relax, don't think we're going to be spending any kind of money or trying to trade for a guy. I'm not that I'm going to put a pass, Joe, to do that. But what he was saying is we got to build a team here. And I can tell you this, Ryan, <clears throat> and I, I, I hope you listen to the podcast all the time. 100%. I said this back a while back, and I said to Jerry the other day, I know for a fact that from the opening bell in the training camp, um, Wink Martindale did not like the interior linebackers, the inside linebackers. I mean, they, they cut Blake Martinez, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and so that's something that Wink really, now if he's, especially, you know, if he comes back, but they need it. They have to do something there. It's all right. You can put them on the show. Yeah, enjoy them when they're young, <laughs> you Ryan. Them. Don't, yeah, it's good. Yeah. When they get older, um, they're not as fun. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. So, I, you know, obviously Tremaine Edmonds is a guy they know from Buffalo. And I, I think, personally, I think you're going to see Joe go after him big time. Whether or not they get him, we'll see. But that's a position they have to upgrade. Because, I mean, if you had any doubts about the Giants' run defense, I mean, that Eagle game was comical. Yeah, it said it all right there. Comical. Yeah. You know, yep. I mean, you, you get a guy like Kenneth Gainwell's coming here, and he's getting 110 yards and two carries. You know, I mean, come on, I mean, you know, it's, it was insane. No, I mean, so, you don't want to look at it with just one game, but that was it was a problem all season. It was a problem all season. Yeah. I, I they, love they gave up. I love the answer yeah, so. to Tremaine Edwards too, Chris, because inside linebackers so hard to learn as a rookie, right? Like Mike McFadden, you don't give up on him yet, but he just did yeah. not have a good rookie year. So it's it's a, it's a sure. tough position. So you'd want you'd hope that that would come over from free agency because you don't know what kind of impact. You're going to get from a college kid. It, like, you could get lucky, but that's a harder position to learn in the pros. So I would think it's going to be inside linebacker, like Chris said, maybe guard. Again, another tough position, but, you know, it, it'd probably be there first. Wide receiver, um, there's a decent amount that'll be there late in the first round. I'm not saying they're going to go wide receiver first round, but, you know, if, if they do, there's a few of them, right? There's the, the kid from TCU, uh, USC, that will probably be there uh, if they want them, so. I'll throw out a random one real quick. What do, what do you think about a cornerback, and specifically one James Bradbury? You know, what do you think the odds of something like that happening? I mean, it, they need it, they can't run Nick McLeod and 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 uh, you know Fabian Moreau out there last next year. You know, or, you know they're good depth pieces, but and Adoree Jackson's injury prone. That's another that's another spot I'd like to see upgraded. Oh, they're gonna be they're gonna be trying to upgrade. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be looking to upgrade it, you know. As far as Bradbury, I don't know. <laughs> that would be interesting, you know, but I don't think Bradbury. That's not checkers. <laughs> you know, I don't think they're going to look to give a big contract to a guy like Bradbury like that. You know, he's going to be getting, you know, he's going to be looking, what was he, second team all pro this year? I mean, so he's going to be making course, big bucks. Of course he he's, he's going to be you know? <laughs> bitter. Now, money does solve that, but, I mean, I don't. You know, I don't know how much, how much, how much he holds that, against the Giants for that. For that, move. yeah. I wonder I if they know, gave him like a wink. wink Chris, like, why you, you can't wait, keep wait, hang on, hang on, Ryan. I think that ship is sailed. Yeah, I okay. think that ship is yeah. sailed with Bradbury. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm sorry. No, I just say I wonder if when they released him last year, they gave him like a wink, wink. You know, we're going to be, you know, no hard feelings. We just can't do it this year. We'll come after you next year. I don't know. I'm, I, yeah, no, no. If one understand, no. Look, look. Be honest with you, Ryan. You know. I know James says, yeah, it was it was pretty special beating him and all that stuff, but he also knew it was coming, Bradbury. Sure. The Giants were not, like, they didn't hit him on the left field. They He knew it was coming. He knew it was a business decision. You know, but of course, you know, when you get released from a team, of course you're going to take a personal. No matter how many times you tell the media, oh, we, I know it was business. You know, I know it. you're going to take a personal. Yeah. And was yeah. it great for him to knock the Giants out of the playoffs? Of course it was, you know. Yeah. But you get a pick? Yeah. He knew. Look, look, he knew it was coming. 
there's no hard feelings we've seen him and the Giants, you know, and all that stuff. But, but I think the ship has sailed as far as Bradbury, you know. Yeah, appreciate it. You got all it, buddy. buddy. We got a couple more. Ryan, always thanks for calling in. Please, and let me, uh, can you, can we see your daughter or no? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Adorable. Say go Giants. Go ahead. Ah. Very cute. Adorable, man. Sorry about that. Good Thanks stuff, again. Buddy. Sorry for the discussion. No, 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 not at all. Not at all, buddy. Awesome. All right. See you, Thanks man. Again. All right. We'll talk soon. Yep. See you, Ray. All right. We got Kadarius Tony coming in next. Uh-oh. I have a feeling um, I know who that is, but we'll check. Let's see. And I'm right. What's up, Kyle? What's up? What's up, guys? Oh, this is Kyle. What's up, guys? Yes. What's going on, guys? <laughs> What's up, Kyle? What are you doing? Folks who don't know, this is Kyle What's Johnson. On, man? Are you going to be negative? We love him. Most listen, negative listen, Giants listen, fan on listen. Twitter, but we love him. <laughs> listen, you, how can you blame me? The last what, like five years have been shit. So I, I, it was, it was well granted. Um, but this is the first year in a while. I was really happy. Love Dable. Love Shane. Love the direction the team's going in. So I got it. Listen, I, I can't complain. Hey, uh, Kyle, I got to give you a quick story, Jerry. Pretty funny with him. So I'm I'm in the booth, you know, the Eagles game, and right off the bat, you know, it's going bad, Jerry, as we all know. And I think Kyle, I think he tweeted like, "It's over." Like two yeah, minutes in, I saw. Yeah. So I look at the yep. tweet. I start laughing, right? So the girl next to me, a reporter next to me, she goes, what are you laughing at, Chris? I go, this freaking guy's hysterical. And I show her the tweet, right? <laughs> and she goes, well, you know him? I said, yeah, yeah. You know, he's a big follower. We laugh with him all the time. I said, if anybody was going to tweet, this is over. About 10 seconds in, it was going to be him. I think, <laughs> it was I think before the Listen, game, you tweeted yeah. like 61-3 Eagles or something you said. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 was, I wasn't far off, though. So um, I, I, I knew that game was going to be rough, but I'm very proud of the team. To, the way to, we came to be this honest, year, I think you're. You know. I think you're like a, you're a realistic Giants fan. I mean, obviously the, <laughs> some of the tweets you send are a little overboard to the negative. But when you send something like that, I'm like, I actually said to myself, oh shoot, this isn't good. If Kyle says 61-3, maybe 38 to seven is something realistic or, or something like that. And I just thought, oh, so yeah. I, I gotta tell you, hey guys, Jerry, I don't think I've told you this yet, but hey, Kyle, I'm gonna tell you this too. So I had a, I had a very good friend of mine that was sitting right behind a Giants bench for the Eagle game. Okay. He was right there at the 35-yard line. I, I saw him the other day, and I was like, dude, I said, i got to ask you something. I said, how was the bench? He says, Chris, he goes, right from the first series on, he goes, there was only one guy that was up and fiery, and I was Saquon. Hmm. He goes, everybody else yep. was just sitting on the bench like, we're not going to win this game. I was shocked by that, Jerry. Even I was shocked by that, dude. I, I was like, what do you mean? And, and, and the guy, and my friend told me, he goes, Chris, one guy was Barkley the whole game. Come on, let's get it going. And everybody else was just sitting there like, yeah, we're done. Well, It was the weirdest thing, man. When, we, I don't know what happened that. It it's funny weird, you man. say that because when you watch the mic'd up Brandon Graham on, at, at midfield, he's, they're all talking trash to the Giants, and yeah. they're not responding. Like they're saying to Dexter Lawrence, we're yeah. running right at you. We're running right at you. And then Jones. Now Jones isn't the fiery guy, but he's like, we're going to get you, boy. We're going to hit that arm when you're throwing. <laughs> and they're not even... Like, yeah, let's bring it. Like, something. And it's just nothing. Even even Dexter Lawrence, where I was like, wow, they're not even responding. So that's, you know, Chris, unfortunately, when you say that, it's like, well, that's kind of what you saw at midfield. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and look, like I told everybody all week, being in a locker room, man, you would have never have thought that. Yeah. The way these guys were talking and responding and confident. I, yeah. Man, that was a weird night, dude. Yeah. So what's on your mind there, Mr. Celtic? Yeah. What are you doing? 
I'm watching the Celtics right now. But um, you, let me guess. Listen, let me guess. You're watching uh, ten players on a court, all even up three points. <laughs> it, it, tell you what, it, it's the NBA. Kind I of cannot, sucks, yeah. dude. It Kyle, it, it, I gotta be honest. It, it, it's with you. Tough. dude. I don't know if I ever, you know, I don't think I ever tweeted this with it. But dude, I was a basketball junkie at one time. Junkie, yeah. loved it. Yeah. I can't watch it, dude. I'm sorry, I cannot watch That's basketball tough. anymore. With the, I, I have, so I dipped into it the other night. The Knicks were playing the Sixers yesterday. They were playing. Um, game. They they lost Saturday in overtime. I forget. I, and I saw some of the Lakers game. So I said, let me watch a little bit. Couldn't do it, dude. All I saw was a bunch of guys coming down, heaving up threes. I said, get me, get out of here with this. I, I don't know. It's no defense. Yeah, it's it's, it's all calls to the stars. It, it's, it's so. What's terrible. on your mind, but football wise, Kadarius? Yeah, back back to the back to the point <laughs> of the Eagles game. I don't know if you guys saw the interview with McKinney, but he said the energy level was it wasn't there mm. the whole game. I didn't, oh, I didn't right see that interview. Is that what he said exactly? Yeah. Wow. He okay. he said right from the beginning there was no impossible. energy. He said it was flat and we came out dead. Uh, how do you how do you come out dead? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The, I, it was the weirdest thing. And then when my friend told me that he was sitting right behind the bench, he told me the same thing. I don't know what the hell happened that night. I, I really don't. You know, I, I know we look, I thought they were gonna lose, but I thought it was gonna be a fight. I really did. And it wasn't yeah. a fight, bro. Yeah, I can tell by it your tweet. I can tell by your tweet, Kyle. You thought it was going to be a fight. 61 <laughs> 3 well, or whatever. Listen, it was. I, listen it. <laughs> I was negative all year with the game over, yeah. game over, and we won every time. No, that's so cool. I just kept Superstition. Doing it. I get it. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that was my thing, but I, I'll tell you what. I hate Philly. I hate mm. Philly fans. The, the city is yes. a piece of crap. I hate yes. everything about it. So um, I've gotten in so many fights with Eagles fans, I'm going to Celtics games, going to you know any any type of sporting event. I just where do you live at, Kyle? Kyle where people. do you live at? I'm in Naples, Florida, oh, right in Florida. now. So I moved. Okay. Yeah, so I'm a real estate agent down here. I moved over here, but um, heading back to Jersey within a year. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm gonna move oh, back. Okay. Where, where's okay. home? Uh, Little oh, Silver. Yeah, yeah. East, East Monmouth County. Yeah, yeah. Middletown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a nice yep. area, man. Um, but. Uh, listen, I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's a great area, um, but can't beat Florida right now with the weather. So, <laughs> yeah, I it's think nice. what surprised us uh, the, the coming out passing against the Eagles, dude. That was like, wow, we're it's we got away from Saquon right away. Then the fourth and eight, and it was like, oh, here we go. You know, they they went down and scored, and then went for it on fourth and eight. Fine, you're gonna go for it, okay. But um, he just we got away from the run so early in that one, and we're passing against the team. That their strength, you know, they rush the passer and they're great against the pass. If you're going to beat this team, you're going to have to beat them against with the run. So we just looked yeah. off the whole game. We just looked off. But um, I guess my offseason plans. I, I'm a big Daniel Jones fan. I would give him just give him thirty whatever he wants. I mean, it's a quarterback. You can't you can't let him walk over you know pennies. Five million. What is that to you? It's nothing. So just do give you him have a walk away price? I wouldn't sign Saquon. No, okay. I don't. If he wants fifty million, I give it to him. And I know it's ridiculous, but um, it, 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 it's so hard. It's so hard to find a good quarterback nowadays that it's just you, you know you're, you're taking a gamble, sure, but at least you have something there that you can actually grow with versus taking a risk. I just look at the Redskins, you know, look at the Jets. It's just it's not worth it. Um, but I, I would um, I let Saquon walk. I just don't value a running back. Uh, my thing I would give I would try to trade for T Higgins. I'm, I'm on that boat. I think he's a number one. I would give him a first-round pick. We had to pick 25, and then I would just pay him the money that you're going to pay Saquon. I know he's going to probably take 20 million a year, but he's a number one. And we have who do we have? We have CVS players uh, on the wide receiver right now. So I mean, you got to put CBS somebody else players. out there, outside of Hodgins. 
Uh, that's what I was telling my buddies. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I was working the cashier at this guy last week. I saw him. <laughs> I mean, you know, so but you, so you would give up a number there, one. Though, you would give guy. up a number one for T. For pick twenty five, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna argue that. I'm not gonna argue. Not at twenty five, you know, because they might go receive any. They if might go receive anyway, you know. But, you know, and that's an yeah, unknown. If we had top ten, I would say no way. But pick twenty five, it's just it's you know, unless the Notre Dame guy's there, the tight end, he's good, so go. I would take him. Um, but other than that, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd rather have T Higgins. Okay, well, you, you, I, I know social media has been running wild with this, but you you do know like T Higgins is not. They're not talking about trading him. Right? There's nothing. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Because well, I thought well, I actually my, thought my I missed is, something last week when I saw all this T Higgins talk. I'm like, why is this going wild? He's not. They're not putting him on a block, you know. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they have to pay Burrow. What is he going to get? Yeah, 50, 55 years. million a yeah. year. Yeah. And then they got to pay Jamar. So maybe they don't want to pay him. So and they got to pay B J Hill, who's actually good. Gettleman sucks. Um. So, <laughs> you know, I, I don't. You know, they got to pay guys that are actually are valuable. So, um, you, you never know. They may want to get BJ, rid of B J Hill for Billy Price. Woof. Kyle, hang on one second. Guys, we're going to take a break. Stay with us, Kyle. Guys, we're going to take a break. Be right back after this. Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider podcast with Chris. Nobody beats the biz, biz, Nano, Jerry Foley, and Kyle Johnson, baby. Um, So you said, you know, Gettleman sucks. Kyle, I just got to ask you, do you give him any credit at all for some of the draft picks? Okay. Oh, yeah, 100%. Jones, yeah. Lawrence. Um, you're, reason, you're a reasonable you know, guy. Even right. Saquon. He's, he, no, he's more reasonable yeah, than I thought, Kyle. Kyle. He's more reasonable than I thought. Uh, no, I am. Listen, I'm more, I'm more of a ball buster than anything, so yeah. that, that's my thing. That's but my thing. Um, I'm very realistic, though. Um, yeah, I, you give him credit. I don't think he knew how to find right. a coach. Um, no, I, he, I he, he, he proved that. He proved that. that. And, and I think he had a bad attitude. I, mean, I was in the building. I don't know. I just read reports, what you guys put out, everybody else puts out. But I think he had a bad attitude with his coworkers. And I don't think he liked to listen to other people's opinions. I think he kind of just did what he wanted. He, and that was he it. didn't have a bad attitude with, with people in the building. Gentlemen, he wasn't like that. Joe Judge, on the other hand, could be like that. That guy. He, 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 Joe he Judge could be. He was very... He was very difficult with people in the building, especially at the tail end. I don't know for a fact. Not so much Gettleman, although Gettleman and him didn't get along at the end. They they barely even spoke to each other. If at really? all. Really? Yes. Oh, really? I, dude, wow. I mean, trust me. Yes, if at all. Um, and But Brian Dable, you know, i tell you one thing about Dable and Joe Shane. I mean, these guys are loved in the building. I mean, these guys, they walk around the building, man, yep. and, they, and they, they care about everybody, man. And, and you say to yourself... All right, Chris, what's the big deal about that? Well, trust me, when you're inside that building and your head coach and your general manager treat you with respect, and it's a big thing to people, man. It, it really is. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. I, look, Judge at times, look, I got along with Joe, but there was a few things he did in front of me that I was like, whoa, what the, f-? you know, like, wow. I can imagine what he's doing behind me. Nobody's here. Nobody here was here. You know, um, so yeah. that didn't work out. Gettleman, look, like you said, Kyle, and I, and I give you credit, bro, because I see people on Twitter and they just refuse to give Gettleman any, any yeah, kudos. You know, I mean, so like a lot of times I'll put out there, I'll put, well, you know what? This guy turned out to be, Dave was right with this guy. Or Dave was right with this guy. The problem, like you just said, Kyle, is that what? Dave, he couldn't pick a head coach of his life depending on it. He free agency, he no. was an absolute disaster and he panicked in free agency. Yeah. And, he know, and he didn't know how to manage a cat. Which is a, which I'm trying to tell no, people no. just because Joe Shane this year has 44 million or 50 million or whatever the hell the number is going to be, 
Don't think he's going to go out there and spend like a lunatic. You know, he's not. He's going to manage the cap as we right. move along here, you know. That was Gettleman's biggest thing. You know, some of his trades were ridiculous. His culture nonsense, tra- you know, was crap. That was stupid. And obviously his head coach, he, you know, it was, it was a disaster. You know, that's what did him in. Were you there? Were you there, Chris, when he when Joe Judge had that twenty minute yes. rant? Or yes. no? Were you were you not yeah. in person? You were. What, what the hell were you doing? Then? I got to be honest with you, man. Doing, was, I mean, we were just sitting there like, is he going to stop at this? You know, I mean, but I got to be honest <laughs> with you, Kyle. Yeah. You know, obviously that was over the, that was kind of like put a final nail on his one of the final nails. Trust me, in his coffin was that speech, that John Mara was even yeah. like, what the hell is he doing? You know, but we were so used to. I mean, listening to Judge go on and on and on after asking a question that we used to joke in the media rooms, like, at times saying, please, nobody ask him a question this week about, the, about the, say, for instance, the uh, Cowboys. Don't ask him a question about the Cowboys because he, he used to go on about <laughs> 15 minutes breaking down every player. And it was like, dude, we know you know football. We know, we know you know the team. But enough now. It, it sounds it's too much. And then when he went on and he on, an he also took long yeah, to so. get to the presser, right, Chris? He used to take a half hour after games. I don't know what the hell he was doing. He, I mean, right, Jerry? How many times I complain to you? Like, dude, this yeah. guy's like 40 minutes in. We're still waiting for him. Yeah. You know, like, what the hell is he doing? You know? Yeah. So it was, <laughs> yeah. It, look, Joe Judge, Kyle, between, between the three of us and everybody else listening, he knows the game. Not that he didn't know the game, but he was just in over his head as a head coach. Yeah. And I hope he learned. Uh, he thought he was the smartest guy in the room. It, it, um, yeah, he had a little bit of that. At least it came He had a little bit of that. It came a lot of times way. he didn't want to listen to other people. Yeah. Mistake, you know. Um, and, yep. and it really hurt him, you know. And now, I, you know, you hear reports coming out of New England that he didn't get along with a lot of guys up in New England now. Mac Jones wanted to kill him halfway through the season. <laughs> you know, you hear things like that. And, yeah. and you know, Joe Judge is a young guy. I, I, Look, he's not a bad human being. I spoke to Joe numerous times on the side. I got along with him. But I think he just has to understand that it's a lot more than being a head coach and just thinking you know it all, you know. And it, it bit him in the ass. It really did, Kyle. You know? Kyle, are you calling yeah. in from the club? I... <laughs> well, no, it's the music from the Celtics game. <laughs> um, all right, I guess I'll leave you guys with uh, one quick question. Um if obviously, I think Kafka is going to leave. I mean, you know, if he gets a job, I'm sure he'll. Yeah. I'm sure it's he'll also take leaning it. towards. Um, it's also leaning towards offense you, now, right? Like these coaches that yeah. are getting hired, it's like, oh, yeah. we're going to lose him, aren't we? Yeah. Well, you, you see what Dable did. No, so I don't blame you, you him at all. It's just. Um, it. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Um, do, do you guys think that I don't know who the QB coach's name is, but do you think he gets put up to OC and then maybe they get Davis Webb in that mm. QB coach? Well, Shea Tien is a guy that just I think he just interviewed for somebody for offensive coordinator Tanny. Um, I forgot which team it was. He interviewed for somebody. Yeah, I don't think I he's going to get it. Um, but I tell you what, if Kafka does leave, yeah, I can see Shea, Shea being up there. He's he's a Dable type of guy, Tanny. He's a funny guy, man. He's a fiery guy, man. Um, I good question about Davis Webb, too. Yeah, Davis Webb, uh, I know he, he expressed interest. And, I, you know, Dable loves him. Absolutely loves uh, Webb, you know. Um, and I, I would imagine yeah. Davis is going to retire and he's, he, he's talked about being a coach. So that's a possibility, man. I'm not going to put that past anybody, you know. Because Joe Shane and like Dable absolutely yeah. love Davis Webb. Absolutely love him. So we can see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, how about the Yankees? Yeah. Yankees win it all, Shep, Kyle. You know, you got Judge back. You gave him, you know. Um, 
They suck. They suck. They didn't do anything better. I mean, you get Rodon, okay, your pitching gets better. We suck. We can't hit the ball. I mean, you get Judge back, but what is that doing for us? We're back at square one. They Astros sweep us. It doesn't even matter. I don't even care. I hate them. They suck. You a hockey fan or Such no? Such a disgrace. Um, my parents are big Rangers fans. Okay. I never really cared for hockey. I, 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 go, for the, I go for the devil just go. to piss that, my parents off. That doesn't surprise me, Kyle. Um, that doesn't, yeah. surprise me <laughs> doesn't surprise me at all. No. Uh, listen, my, my, dad's, my dad's a Jets okay. and Mets fan. So, yeah, wow, you really... Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, t- I'm, a, I'm oh, a total Jets, opposite. Mets, Rangers, you Queens? Uh, oh, he's oh, okay, from Jersey. Yeah, he's from right, Middletown, okay. Jersey. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. Cool. Yep. Yep. Hi, yep. right, buddy. So, Kyle, it was great speaking to you, buddy. I think the last time you I came on, you were like in his dock. You were like in a car. You were in dock. We couldn't even see your face. I thought maybe <laughs> I was you were driving down to Florida That's during right. COVID. Yeah. Uh, you didn't want to show your face. <laughs> I thought maybe the cops were after you or something. I was like, what else? You know? <laughs> Listen, they, they could have been. I, I just <laughs> never knew. Well, stay out of trouble there, Kyle. But I appreciate it, guys. You. You guys are the best. I appreciate it. Oh, thank favorite you. podcast, seriously. And the, you guys, you guys are no BS. I hate when people have to get to the you know tweet stuff first. It pisses me off. I unfollow everybody like that. Just tweet the right stuff. Don't don't be first. Oh, thanks, so I appreciate it. Thanks, yeah, no, Kyle, I gotta be honest with you, dude. I don't believe in that. Let me get the tweet out quick, fast, and all that crap. It's I, I kind of like you yeah. know. And I gotta be honest with you, Kyle. There was a couple of times I I I knew stuff before everybody else knew it. But the person who told me says, "Chris, just hold off on this." You know, and I did, you know, and, yeah. you know, and that's the way, yeah. you know, people will tell you stuff down the road again, you know, and there's other people in this business that just want to get it out. Like, like your boy there, you know, thought it was George was going to the, the Giants, you know, <laughs> tell you what, man, that guy, he gave me a heart attack. <laughs> he really did. I was, I was, can like, I give oh you a God, quick, kidding me. somebody told me this, Kyle. So the, you yeah. know, George was coming down to the judge, uh, the Giants and the Yankees, right? And then somebody who I yep. know from the Yes Network, okay, said, hey, Chris, you're not going to believe this. Guess who's trying to throw their hat in the ring here? You know, you know where I'm going with this, right? The Red Sox, buddy. Yeah. At the last second, the, the uh, last yeah, second, the on. Red Sox were trying to dive in there. And Judge basically said, no, nah, you, don't, you don't have a chance. You know, don't even bother. You know? He you couldn't know. Oh, why that. not? He couldn't. Why not? He could. He'd have eighty. He'd have eighty home oh, runs. On, you, he'd have eighty home come runs. On. He would look at that green monster and say, "Oh, yeah, I can would. hit seventy a year at this place." <laughs> yeah, please. He'd throw up in that stadium. Paul, <laughs> thank you, brother. I'll oh, talk man. to you soon, man. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks, you guys. Man. Take care. All right, we got Craig coming in now. Let's hit admit. Craig, joining in a second. What? Um. Yeah, freehold. Um, yeah, dude, you know, it's funny. Um, Kyle brought it up about um, talking about who would be next in line with Kafka. And it's a good one, man. Davis Webb, like, that's, that's a guy who, like you said, the organization loves. And you have to think from his perspective, he finally got in a game, threw a touchdown pass. It's like, well, you know, he's not going to be – he's never going to be a backup even. Like, he's always going to be a third-string guy. Um, the, the natural progression for Davis Webb would be to, to go into coaching, No. That's what he wants. I can see it. You know, he was thinking about doing it last year, and he came back for one more year. Dable yeah. and Dable really thinks highly of him, so I could see it happening, man. That's what he wants yeah. to do. You know, he he's, he said he's willing to do the hours. <coughs> excuse me, willing to do the hours and willing to be a coach. You know, and yep. you know what better way to start off as a quarterback coach, right? Well, let me try Craig again. Actually, before I try him, guys, we're gonna take a break. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano and Jerry Foley. Hang on one second. And we're back. All right. I'm going to try to admit, Craig, you are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Craig, Chris Bizignano, and Jerry Foley. Hang on. 
<clears throat> Let's see. Try him again. All right, buddy. Can you hear me? Yeah, let me lower you. Sorry, hold on. Sorry. Yeah, it, look, Craig, I, it looks like I'm it's the default. Yeah, it's the default on the browser. Sorry about that. That's all right. What's up, man? No, sorry. My, uh, I, I find that I, when I open my spare bedroom door, my Wi-Fi is better, so I had to do that, but my kids are screaming, so apologies in advance. That's all right, man. So, it's Craig, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, I want to. I appreciate. I appreciate the offer. I remember. You, I do remember that maiden offer. Um, where, where are you from, Staten Island? Oh man. Well, <laughs> I kind of split my childhood between Graniteville and Tottenville. Oh, Tottenville guy, huh? Yeah. Well, like, I'm probably more Graniteville. I'm more high school, so that, that whole area over there, like Bolton gotcha. and Graniteville. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. All that. I went to St. Teresa's, Victor Boulevard, and oh. all, all that. Oh, how long have you been off the island? Um, uh, let's see. I met my wife in 2011. We moved out to Jersey, Middletown, in 2013, oh, okay. so and uh, moved to Freehold. Oh, okay, so not that so. Uh, not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still Staten Island, but still New York, heart. Never in New Jersey. Okay. I, although I do have a couple more Eagles fans here than I did. Oh, uh, me too, dude. I'm over in Huntington. So I'm over in Huntington County. All I have is Eagle fans by me. So bad. I'm 10 minutes from Bucks yeah. County. I, I'm actually. Oh, yeah, I'm actually going to the, uh, to, to the Super Bowl next week, so I'm going to be. Oh, you're going next week? Okay. So, yeah, it's a little job perk, but uh, it's uh, oh, not looking. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm debating. Well, what, what would you guys do if you were me? So, let's show up to the Super Bowl, and I wore a neutral jersey. I wore, I wore my Al Bundy jersey. All right. So I wore a football jersey. I was, I was wearing neutral colors. So now, do I troll the Eagles fans to wear my LT jersey, or do I wear another neutral type of outfit? What would you do? I got. How many I got. You're going with? Go ahead, Jerry. I'm yeah. going along. It's a, it's a work thing, so I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure I'll be passing by all the fans on, at the stadium. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's going to be a billion of them there. I mean, just for your own, it's out. They're outside of Philly, right? I, I don't think they're as dangerous. Not the people you work with. I'm talking about the ones you don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they're as dangerous outside of Philly. It's kind of like Superman when he gets away from the uh, <laughs> the Fortress of Solitude. I. I you know what, man? You could go with the LT jersey. You know, it just shows you're a Giants. I, I've seen other people at, at Super Bowls wear other jerseys. I don't think if it was in Philly or even in Kansas City, I'd be like, don't do that. Just wear the Al Bundy. But it's the Super Bowl. You can wear what you want, dude. Wear LT, man. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'll show you some pictures from the game and put my jersey yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, right. I've listened to you guys for a long, long time. I really appreciate you guys taking my call. Um, funny story, I, I was probably sending in a question every week for about four years and getting so frustrated that you guys wouldn't answer anything. And then I recently... It's my fault. No, it's not your fault. I'll explain, I'll explain why. I recently discovered about two months ago that I had my privacy settings on Twitter so high that people could always... See, you guys couldn't see my questions because you weren't following me. So I used to get up and down every week. Like, oh my God. I, I asked a really good question. It's like, why aren't they answering it? Yeah, I was going to say, there's no way Jerry kept missing you. No way. Because I try. Yeah, because I, Jerry tries I, to get I everybody. Be, I try to get people yeah. we've never gotten before. Unless you ask a question yeah. that we just talked about on the podcast, yeah. I'll look for new people That's and be funny. like, all right, so we have Kyle Johnson, we have Adriana Iafola, Lisa. It's like. I got to go at Joey Z. I got to go outside of that because then people are going to be like, it's just their show. So right. that's funny. That's so funny. I, I'm under the direct. So if you ever see anything direct, that's, that's me. Okay. But, um, but yeah, but I, so I, I even stepped up one time. I said, if you guys answer my question, I will subscribe to you to the, to the paper. If you answer my question, I need to get down. Like, How many times do you get answered? That is like, fun. That, I was going to say, there's no way Jerry kept missing you. That's funny, man. <laughs> 
That is what's funny. funny is you, I what's funny is you. What's nice is you still listened even though you're like, I know. screw these guys. Jerry, I would have. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, I would have gave up. I would have like, screw <laughs> these guys. <laughs> you, guys you guys are too good. You guys know too much stuff. I can't. Uh, I can't. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate oh, awesome. it. Appreciate I agree with you, Craig. You, know, you would have, you know. <laughs> I, there's no way you would have gave up on me, bro. You know, where did you live? Um, what what block did you live in? A toggle? Oh, uh, development. It was uh, called Amron Lane. It was off uh, July. Like, you know where Toggle is? Sure. Yeah. Right across the street. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. So, yeah. so Craig, most important question: Have you ever been to Federici's yet? I have not. No. All right, because I was going to ask you, like, you know, Staten Island Pizza. I, I, and again, I'm. I am not like Jersey's better. I'm open-minded. Like I've been to good places in New York. I've been to like, Spumoni Gardens. I was going to ask you, like Jersey pizza compared to Staten Island. Like, are you like, no, screw this Jersey pizza or what? Tomatoes, Brothers, Meat Tavern, Joe and Pat. I mean, those are the. And you have to do those, and then follow up by going to Ralph's Ice's across the street. Yeah, and then you follow up by getting robbed. No, so, so. Well, I'll tell you, because my my family's so catering role, right? Down the street from there. Do you remember the Mental Ice? Sure, brother, yeah. That was my family's place. So I Get out of here. What a small world. Really, Craig? Yeah. Wow. Yes, yeah. So we, uh, we stole that. Uh, one of us passed away in, I think, 06 or 07. Oh, we weren't sorry, so sorry. around that time. But, uh, but yeah, my, my grandma started that with, uh, with four kids as a widow. Started that business in, in Brooklyn. Moved it to Staten Island. And, uh, I mean, you know, for, for a long, long time, it was like deep place to get mad oh, at Absolutely, and, uh, Craig. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, wow, yeah, what a small world, man. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have, so my question for you, we could talk about this all day. Um, I think I heard you, before I cut off before, talk about my question a little bit about the in-house options that they have any to replace either Wink or Kafka if and when the day comes. Are they really better? Do they have to go outside? Like, how, what, do you, what do you think they would do that event? Because... It seems to be coming soon rather later, which, which kind of sucks, but um, it's something that we're going to have to deal with, I think, soon. Yeah. Well, you know what? If Wink gets a job, I can see him taking Drew Wilkins, the outside linebacker coach, with him. Uh, what about Henderson? Uh, I, I don't think so. I, I think he'll try. But I don't know if Jerome will go with him. But, you know, I, I read this Henderson, I read this Henderson in, 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 a, in-house option. To, oh, oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant that yeah. uh, Wink would take him, too. Um I don't know. I I think Dable would be happy with him staying with the secondary. Uh, yeah. Uh, on the offensive side, we just talked about it with Shay Tierney. I think that he would be a possibility. You know, so that'll be. We'll see. You know, look, Dable's been expecting this. This is not surprising, Dable, that these two guys have got interview jobs and he could be losing them. I can tell you that. So right. we'll see what they have and in mind. This is part. Of, this is part of why I was such a big fan of bringing Dable last year when they were interviewing head coaches because. Whether we had whether it was Eddie Jones or another young quarterback bring in, if they bring in some hotshot offensive coordinator on the, to work on their defensive coach, you're going to lose the guy and lose that continuity. Whereas at least if you lose Coffee, you still Dable. Like he's still the offensive guru behind all this, and that's why it's so important. I think in today's NFL, whether it's the Giants or some other, some other team, to have the head coach guy, you lose too much when you're losing, you know, the offensive brains behind your team. And that's what would have happened if they put in Senator Wilkes or somebody last year when they were interviewing defensive coaches. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's exactly how you should look at it. Um, and that's what we said the other day. Like, this is an uh, – Dable's an offensive guy. I don't want him calling plays, but if he has to, he does. 
Uh, but more importantly, I think there's other guys that they, this is his offense, right? Yep. So it's it's a it's a you don't want to lose Kafka, but if you have to choose between the two, you'd rather lose Kafka because, I mean, out of the two, also like Wink did such a ridiculous job with this defense, right? And and you know, look, Kafka did a good job as well, but it's just Wink is the guy that you want to keep. So couldn't agree more, man. Yep. Yeah, and uh, a, a separate question if you don't mind. Um, so what do you guys think as far as using Buffalo as sort of like a, a, sort of like a proxy looking into what, how Shane and Dave are going to proceed? Like, you know, for example, they never drafted running backs high. They never paid running backs. Does that factor into how Saquon is approached this year? And also, you know, they made that big, big trade for Stephon Diggs. And, you know, Kyle stole my number in his last call, but you know, I was going to bring this up as well with T. Higgins. Like, if you're right, you trade that one pick. Like, I think the Buffalo pick that year when they traded to, yeah. to, to Minnesota yeah. was, I think, number 17 or 18. You know, so you have this blueprint that, as you're seeing how Buffalo operated, which Shane was obviously an integral part of all that. You know, and you also look at some of the receivers that they bring in. Like, Buffalo never has any, like, big receiver. They have, like, the small, shifty guys, like a Stephon Diggs or a Gabriel Davis, a, Steph, a, a Jameson Crowder. Um, you know, I, I feel like that's almost like a, a you know a window into seeing how Sheen and Dable look at how to build it, how to build their offense, build the receiver uh, receiving core. Um, and that's why I thought maybe Beckham they were going to look at him if you know if he wasn't so crazy, you know, because like, he fits that profile that's small, shifty, runs a great route type of player. But Jerry Judy and no one like that. So I feel like that you know that Buffalo experience might be a good window into how. They're going to proceed in the offseason with Saquon and with the receivers. Yeah, Saquon's a guy they want back. They do want him back. Now, I think they're going to be at a certain number with Saquon, and then they're going to, and then they'll tag him they after. Okay, they definitely want him back. Yeah. You know, look, that was a that was a big question of mine too going into season. Like, what's going to, what's going to be their philosophy on a running back? You know, they might they might value a running back position. Like, okay, let him walk because we're not paying a back big money. But Saquon's kind of an exception right. a little bit too. You know, um, but look, he was definitely off at 12 and a half during the bye week, and Saquon turns it down. Now we'll see how high they go. You know, um, the tag is the last resort. They don't want to do it to Saquon. He, Saquon pretty ma- much made it known he does not want the tag, you know. But too bad. You know, we'll see what happens. So, uh, you know, Shane's, they're going to go to a certain number with Saquon, and we'll see how it works out, you know. Uh, and then they'll throw the tag on him. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I was gonna say, Chris, who do you think gets signed first? Gets signed first? Uh, I think it's gonna be Daniel. Yeah, go ahead, but go ahead, Craig. Yeah, I, I just worry about the cap implications because you know I, all the projections I think right now if they you know make a couple of cuts like we're probably obviously and but they're like right around fifty million. You know, you have to earmark at least thirty or thirty-five depending on the contract that Jones gets. You know, if it, if it ends up being a tag, that's part of the risk. Scenario because they can't have that flexibility where it would be like a whole thirty-two million dollar hit. They can't build some flexibility, and you know you take out thirty million, say for for Jones, that leaves you with twenty million cap space. You got to put what ten or eleven million. I'm sorry, um, a four or five million. I think for draft picks, and you know you have so many other places to address, like middle linebacker and and just so many other places. I, I don't, I can't really see even if it's a ten million dollar deal for Saquon, which is below market. I feel that's almost too much to put into that basket when this is a very, I, I don't know how much you guys follow the draft. I, I, I do. Like, there's a lot, a lot of really good day two running backs out there. 
I was doing even foresight when when Gettleman drafted Barkley, I wanted Barry to have to trade back and draft Clint Nelson and then in the second round get Nick Shaw. And look what happened. Nick Shaw was sitting there after a second after picking the second round. And he's been way better. And you can see the you know, the investment of running back in the day two picks. It just doesn't seem to make sense to spend that much capital there's a dress spot or cap space on a running back. You also have, that's great points, yep. man. You also can look at, they're probably going to renegotiate or do something with Leonard Williams. So they're going to free up more space there. They may do something with a Dory. Like there's other options as well, right? Like right. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> other cuts they're going to make that can save them some money. Like just take a guy like Darnay Holmes, who I, you know, he's not a free agent, but if they cut him, they save like 2 million, right? Like it's guys like that where they can also, and you can't cut everyone, because, I mean, there's going to be a lot of turnover, and you can't cut everyone, but there's going to be space like that. It's also how they um, how they structure the Jones and Barkley deals as well. Will there be more money to next year? To Chris's point last week, the Amazon deal, right? I think it's the Amazon deal or whatever deal it is. The 2024 yeah, cap is going to explode. So you can defer a little bit to, to next year, right? So there's things that sh- – we have a we have like a grown up doing the cap now, Craig. Right? That's how I look at it. Yeah. So I, like I, I don't I don't get as nervous with Shane as I did with Gettleman. Like, oh my God, what's this contract going to look like in two years? So, but to your great points, but I, I there's some things they can, I can, do. They can there's some things they can do. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can agree more. Like, and it's so funny too. You say it's all because one of the things when uh, um, Gettleman, yeah, we have, we have an adult in the room. Like, yeah, no, now we have an adult in the room. Now we have real adults and, in the room. Yes, right. Yeah. Exactly. They can. They know how to use a computer, and, and they know how to answer a phone instead of not answering it when you're when you're on the second pick of the draft. And people call the trip and and like no 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 I'm taking Barkley, and uh, I'm not answering the pick. I'm not answering the phone. Which was the just, funny thing. The funny <laughs> thing about Galladay, Craig, is that when you cut him, you're still gonna. There's still a big dead money Oof. hit, but it's just you're gonna cut him because now you're before it would have been you have to actually pay extra to yeah. cut him. Now it's. You're gonna get some money, but there's a lot of dead money still. It's not like, all right, we got thirty more no, million. It's no, no it's, it's not. It's a it lot, less, a lot less. But yeah. that's gonna be a big yeah. dead cap hit. <laughs> yeah. But it's gonna yeah. happen. So, Craig, before we, anyway. uh, Craig, I think we lost Craig again. Oh, we lost but, Craig. All right, I think okay. so. But anyway, well, thank you, Craig. If, we, Craig. if you could hear us, good stuff, man. Good stuff, buddy. Um, he froze, so I think we're going to lose him. But, uh, man, these guys know their stuff, huh? Yes, they do. These giant fans. Oh, you know what, dude? Let's admit one more special guest. Just mentioned your name. We got Adriana Iafola into the fold. Hello. Adriana, what's going on? Nothing. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. What do you, um, you got on your hands there? Gloves? Oh, it's my turtleneck. <laughs> I just came back from ice skating. I was going to say, what are you calling us, from outside? (laughs) (laughs) I'm still warming up a little bit. What's going on? Um, Chris, you will be very proud. I got my hands on a new You're a Red Sox fan now? (laughs) Never. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I'm not not that proud of you yet. (laughs) Not yet. Um, I got my hands on a new set of adult women's golf clubs. Prior to this, I've been using... Teenage golf clubs because I am a beginner, but I'm, I'm working my use, way Adrian. up. I use, I, use, I use teenage golf clubs. Adrian. So what did you what buy, Adrian? What kind of golf clubs? Um, so my uncle actually, who is an avid golfer, got my husband and I both a set from an estate sale, and I think that they're all ping. They're all ping. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got yourself a ping set. 
Yes. And and have you gone to the indoor? Have you gone to a range yet? I know it's cold, but is there indoor ranges by you or anything like that? Have you tried them? No, they have a um, one of those virtual indoor yeah, right, sure. golf things that you yeah. can do, but I think that's it. So we'll probably do, do that a little bit this winter until it gets warm enough to actually go back to the driving range and all that. Is this something you always wanted to take up, golf? Or? No, it's a new you, hobby. Um, okay. But I, you, go ahead. I, my husband's really into it, and I feel like as I've gotten older, it's, it's a good hobby to take on. Um, I know, you know, all the Giants players do it too. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I might as well give it a whirl. Now, will you will you be competitive with it? And the reason I ask is I'm pretty competitive. I don't have a competitive bone when I golf. I don't, I just try to enjoy it. Like I, I everybody says when you hit that one shot, you're going to be addicted. And I've, I've hit some decent ones, like one or two out of 3000, <laughs> but I've never just, I've never gotten to the point where I want to keep going. Like, are you, you, you have a competitive and like, you know, that, that kind of personality. I'm just curious. Yes, oh, but only with she's things that I really care about. Like I'm not, I'm not right. there yet yeah. with golf. I think yeah. I'll, I'll be that person who enjoys a par three, but I think 18 holes, I don't have the patience for. I'm done after nine. I got nine in me. That's it. Then I'm, I'm like, I'm, I get yeah. yeah. And okay. I also, my big thing is, I mean, especially in the Northeast, the best time to play golf is in the summer. And I'm like, right. I do I not want to sweat my ass off when it's 95 degrees on a Saturday at a golf course when I can be at the beach. So. Yep. There you go. I think I'll there be like go. a part timer. <laughs> Right. All right. What do you got? So you have, what's, what's, so you have ADHD. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> yes. Probably. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Undiagnosed like the rest of the world. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what's it's on your mind there, kiddo? Um, all right. So I want to talk about DJ a little bit. I mm-hmm. My question for Chris is because you've been, you know, with the players so much. Do you think that someone like Jones – once he signs on a longer term deal with the Giants, he'll open up a little bit more with you guys. Like, do you think part of what's holding him back is that he has had a really bad go and he's also hasn't been playing the way that he hoped he was going to play and we all hoped he was going to play. And now, you know, if he signs a longer term deal and starts to elevate his game, he's going to feel like, OK, maybe I can I can be myself around the media, whatever. Because I see all these videos of him in Miami and at the Drake show with Saquon. And he looks, I mean, seems like a relatively normal, fun guy to hang out with. But you definitely don't see that side of him in the pressers at all. And I don't don't expect it down the road either. Really? Uh, Daniel's Daniel. Yeah, Daniel uh, does not trust the media. Um, he remembers everything that was said about him, and he'll never admit that. Yeah, and he'll never come out and say, "Yeah, I remember when you guys said this." You know, he's not like that. He's a great, he's an absolute great guy, Daniel. But he's very guarded around the media. He's very guarded. Um, he's, yeah, you know, I, I've talked to Daniel by himself at his locker, and even by himself, and I've mentioned a few things, and I'll get him to laugh a little bit, you know. But he's just that's just the way he is, you know. <clears throat> now I've heard, obviously he's more open. Like Saquon's his guy. That that's his that's his guy. He loves Saquon. Him and him and him and Daniel are very very tight. Um, and he'll let it loose a little bit. He has his moments, I'm sure. You know when he goes out stuff like that. But as far as with us, nah, I don't expect anything to change. That's the way Daniel is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just his personality. You know, he's just very 
you could tell when we ask him a question, he's serious, always thinking about what he's going to say, and he's just not ever going to come out and just let one fly out and surprise us. I think if he made $100 million next year, he'll be the same way, you know, which is good in a way, you know. Um, but no, that's Daniel, you know. I don't expect him to be any different, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. I thought part of... Do you want Do you want Daniel back? How much are you looking to give him? If you're the GM of the Giants, what are you giving Daniel? I mean, I, I, even, I feel like 40 is too much, but... Kyle, Kyle Johnson's ready to I give him uh, 60. I was like, wow. I know, and I, I get it. I totally get her, his perspective, and I'm all in on Jones, and I think that he deserves it. Yeah. But I also think... When he, realistically, he's not Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers who's getting paid $50 million, And he shouldn't <laughs> right. be in that same conversation. So, yeah. I mean, I would probably give him like 35 at the at Right. And, yeah. and call it, it a It's day. funny you say that, Adriana, because I saw 35 and then I said my walkaway price is 37 But then I'm thinking, well, if my walkaway price is 37 it's probably 40 Right. And I think 40 is probably the limit. Thank God everybody's like, thank God you're not GM, Jerry. But <laughs> right. I, I, that's, for me, that's where I'm like, you know what? That's probably, is it, a, is it absurd? No, it's not 50, but 40 is like, if they gave him 40, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Well, it's kind of a going rate for a guy like that. So yeah. that's why I asked. Yep. Well, can you imagine we even, can you imagine we even having this conversation, man, before the season, before the season started, we didn't even know what the hell we had, you know, after three years, it's like, okay, we don't even know still, you know? If we knew that from that to forty million or thirty five million, to give him thirty eight million, we'd be like, well, "That's not the guy we want here." You know, like, oh my god, right. crazy. I even think yeah. now, you know, obviously I'm not Joe Shane, and I I think about it from a realistic point of view, and I I feel like forty is a lot because you can go, obviously you're basing it on four years of work, and the reality is that only one of four has been good enough. But I think Chris has mentioned this before, that from an agent's perspective, he's thinking, well, you know, if he was this good in year four, imagine what he's going to be in year five when he gets the weapons and second year in the system and all of that. So I can kind of see both sides of it. But I also think that you have to look at it. It was really only one great year out of four. And to give someone $40 million based on that seems kind of absurd. And I was going to say, you know who else? You know who else helps the agent here? Brian Dable. Because when you look at what Josh Allen's numbers were, it's like, well, this look at the progression under Dable. Like, I'd almost, if I'm the agent, I'm using that. Like, wait, your coach is here. This, your coach is going to get coach, coach of the year, a couple of coach of the year awards. But he's the future here. Like, Daniel Jones is not going to get worse under Brian Dable. Right. He's only going to get better. Look, you have a past history with a guy, Josh Allen, who had a ton of talent coming out. But, you know, completion percentage, I think his first year was like 52% or something. And then the next year he took a jump. So... I almost think Dable's system and Dable kind of helps Jones' negotiation in a very weird way. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Dable, Adriana? Love him. I I will be wildly disappointed if he doesn't win Coach of the Year, but I will only be less disappointed if it goes to Peterson. I have had this conversation with the Eagles fans, and I just do not <laughs> think that under any circumstance, Sirianni deserves it. Because the reason why the Eagles are what they are is because of Howie Roseman. And he deserves more of the credit than Sirianni and these Eagles fans and they're like, well, based on your thinking, then he should have won it last year. I'm like, okay, maybe he should have won it last year. I don't control who wins coach of the year. Fine. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Eagles organization, Roseman is the star. Easily. Right? Put that team together. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And I say, I mean, we had this conversation last year. You know, everyone talked about Jones and whatever, but everyone seems to forget. We had the exact same conversation about Jalen Hurts. 
Last year, Jalen Hurts was not the guy, and it was still iffy about whether or not he was going to be that guy. And this year is the first year that everyone's like, okay, Jalen Hurts is going to reset the quarterback market because of his, you know, excellent year this year. But again, you know, I think if you put someone like Jones in that system with A.J. Brown and Miles Sanders and literally everyone else on that team, that Jones would also look like a superstar. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's right. Yeah, that's the goal. You know, the goal is going to be building around Daniel because Daniel's going to be making the money and he's going to be here the next four years, whatever it's going to be. So now they have to build around him. Yeah. You know, um, so do- you know something, something the Eagles have done over the years, they've built very strong offensive lines. Mm. You know, and um, I'm hoping the Giants dip into that line a little bit with Isaac Samolo, the right guard, and bring him over here. You know, um, but that's something they... they that's their goal. Their goal is to build that offensive line, and then obviously get Daniel some weapons. You know, uh, some quality weapons. Quality weapons. You know, what the Eagles did last year trading AJ Brown was it was incredible. You know, it, it, it probably cost the Titans GM his job down the road because I think Mike Vrabel wanted to rip his freaking head off for trading Brown. Uh, you know, I remember when they played the Eagles early in the year, and Vrabel went over to Brown, was hugging him, and. There was a lot of uh, you know reports coming out that Vrabel was pissed they traded him. And look what he did for the Eagles, you know. Uh, yeah. So, and that's the thing, you know, your quarterback only take you so far, man. You know, you know, there's only one Patrick Mahomes in this league, and you know Mahomes is phenomenal. You know, um, he's doing with a bunch of number twos over there this year and all that, but that's Patrick Mahomes, and that's his system. But Daniel, you know, they got to get him help. They got to get there because Daniel's not going anywhere. You know. Yeah. And it's funny. I got to be honest with you, Adrian. I'll tell you a quick story. I, I sat down with Joe Shane in training camp, you know. And I said to Joe, I said, you know, Joe, I know you like Daniel and all that. How much do you like him? You know? <laughs> and he looked at me and he goes, well, Chris, you know, we like a lot what he could do, but he's going to have to prove it, you know. And he's going to have to prove it to us, you know. So, and Joe wasn't, you know, he wasn't just stroking, you know, just trying to get me out of there. He was just, he admitted it. He goes, he's going to have to show us, you know, and we're going to look at him the first four, five, six games and see what the hell we have, you know. And then there was a couple points in the middle of the season where Brian Dable, I was in a locker room. I'll tell you a quick story, Adriana. Um, I forget which game it was they won. And it might have been a Texan game, whatever. And one of the games Daniel played well and all that. So I'm in a locker room after the game. And here comes Dave's, you know. I said, yo, come here. You know, Dable. I said, come here. I want to talk to Dable's. He's the best, you know. So he goes, what do you want? Like, I to me, you know. I go, I said, Daniel. Uh, it was one of the games, Jerry, if you have a better memory. Of it, one of the games Daniel played really well at home. He kind of carried the team, Jerry. You remember which game that was? And I was like, man, he's carrying the team today. Um, whatever it was, one of those games. Maybe, I forget, maybe Jerry, you better this. Well, I was yeah, thinking was, the Texans or maybe the, the Baltimore game. There was one he really carried them with his, in the second half. Anyway, so I said to Dave's, I said, uh. I said, freaking, I said, just like this, Adrian. I was like, freaking Daniel, holy crap, you know? He carried you guys today. I, I might even ask him that in a presser after the game, and then I was joking around with him in the locker room afterwards. I said, freaking Daniel, man, you know? And Dave just looked at me, and, and he was like, Chris, this kid, man, this kid's got him. He went like that to me, you know, he's got him. And I was talking to somebody during the week leading up to the next game, and, and, I, and I made the comment to the person, I said, you know, freaking Dave's told me in the locker room, and I don't think he was, you know, bullshit man. He seems like he really has fallen. And, and the person said to me, Chris, Dable has fallen in love with Daniel. He thinks Daniel 
could really be something special, you know, and that's where we're at here, you know, that's where we're at. That's why he's going to get this money, Adrian. That's why he's going to be signed here. You know, he he has proven it mm-hmm. to Dable and Shane that, hey, I'm your guy. Just give me a little more here, you know, give me a little bit more. You know, it's all about the Eagle game. You know, I see. Yeah. <coughs> I saw some tweets about, oh, look what he did here against the Eagles. How about the week before, you know, against Minnesota? Right. You know, and, you know, the guy won a playoff game for them. He ca- Here's the thing, Adriana. There were so many games this year with Daniel carried them mm-hmm. he carried them in the second half he put the team on his shoulders yep and with his legs and arms and i got key first downs and and stuff like that so that that's that's something coaches look for man you know and that's why they feel they have their guy adriana you know so yeah we'll see do you think that they have done because he took a <laughs> lot of hits this year do you think right. that they have done anything to help him prevent getting injured? Because he has his sliding has not really improved, and no, I, I think no. just think it's a miracle with all the hits he took. I mean, his hand was bleeding. He had that little bit of an ankle thing, but nothing really serious. He didn't. He didn't seem to take any. At least later in the season, he didn't take on anyone. Like he, I've seen him do over in years past, where he like dives at the linebacker trying to hit him. Mm. He, other than I think the, the Colts, Colts game, game, he did that. Yeah, that was the only time where I remember. Don't do that. But it seems like he shied away from that this year. Like remember the Dallas game, he was concussed <laughs> mm-hmm. like two years ago. Yeah. Um, a couple other ones where he took a shot. You're like, oh, what are you doing? And when he ran over um, Jackson uh, on the on the Falcons at the goal line, like you don't see him do that as much. Uh, so I, I just think he's been – I think they've stressed be more careful, I would think. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're right. The sliding has not improved as like, we're, like we want it to. Yeah. It's improved a little bit. Yeah, he's just he's just very awkward at times, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. He's very awkward. And he's not – you know, you just don't want him challenging guys. And even Josh Allen. Trust me when I'm telling you. I know Josh likes to lower the shoulder and try to get those extra – he's going to get hurt sooner or later. I don't yeah. care what you say. I remember Cam Newton back in the day. Oh, he's like a linebacker running around. He's not. Well, guess what happened to Cam Newton? Yeah. He busted up his shoulder. He was never the same afterwards. Yeah. So that's something, you know, look, Dable stresses with Daniel. Don't take the hits when you don't have to. Mm. But he can't run for Daniel, too. Right. right. You know, like at times Daniel still, like I think it was the Colts game, like you said, Jerry, Adriano said it. He took that big shot behind the head, like in the neck area. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and look, Daniel's. He he's tough as n- don't let that nice guy act. You know the quiet act, the, the head to the side a little bit act. This kid is tough as nails, man. He is he is a competitor, man, and his teammates love him for that. You know this kid, but he has to get a little bit smarter with that. Hopefully he will. You know because you can't take the legs part of his game out of it. You can't take it. Yeah. He's just too effective with the legs. Yeah. You know, and that's what Dable wants. You know. Uh, it's funny, Jerry and Adriana, you were at training camp a lot. And I remember this beginning of the year when Dave says, oh, well, we'll see about, you know, Jones in the running part of the game and the structured runs and the design runs. I remember him specifically saying that. And then training camp started. And then he saw what he had with Daniel right in front of him every day. And that went out the window. You know? Yeah. That went out the window. <laughs> and, and and those design runs went right in, especially in the red zone. You know what I mean? So... That's that's what we have with Daniel. So <laughs> we're going to see that for the next four or five years. Yeah. Well, Adriana, listen, uh, really appreciate you chiming in and, 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 and the follows and the tweets and everything. Um, we enjoy interacting with you on Twitter. And, and thanks so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. It's great talking to you. You're a very knowledgeable sports fan. And good luck with the golf game. You know, <laughs> don't get a, 
And it's going to be interesting to see how addicted you become because people play and, I mean, Chris, what, three, four times a week when, when outside of football season, what is it, Chris? It's like, oh, my God. So I can't wait yeah. for the LT-Chris game. Can't wait to see how that goes. And also, what happened to Jordan Renan the the and the what field game? goal? Yeah, what happened? Uh, no, we well, didn't forget. No, Jordan, Jordan didn't forget either. He kind of hurt himself, and then the, the cold weather came and – no, we're gonna do that. We'll do that. In the, we're gonna do that in the spring. What? What? What game? The LT. Lawrence Times. Oh, Times. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get Times. Gotta the get Times in these yeah. posts. Oh, yeah. yeah, the other LT. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, Lawrence Taylor. What, what did I miss here? You know, I, I heard he's a oh, good LT. The too. Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually trying to get. I'm actually trying to hook up with Dable too to get on on the course because he he talked a little smack to me right before the season ended. Said he could kick my ass on a golf course. So I said, okay, guy. You know, so uh, we'll see what happens. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he's that type of guy, Dave. He's a panic away from the mic. You know, when you get to know him, he's, he's, a, he's a funny dude. That's awesome. So, but thanks again, and we'll talk, you know. Uh, be good. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. <coughs> thanks, Adrian. I appreciate see it. See you soon. Sounds good. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, Chris. So let's predict. We'll Super Bowl. Up. What do you got? Who do you got? Don't make me nervous. <sighs> um, I got the Eagles, bro. I got the Eagles. You know, if Tyree kills someone his team, I would feel a little I said better. the same thing. You know, I said, yes. Um, um, I'm sorry. I, I look at this game, and now this week I'm going to really look at it more. And where do I like more? What do I like? I just look at this Eagles team, and I just think they're just too good. Um, and I, I think the greatness of Mahomes will make it a game. I really do. I think the greatness of Mahomes, but I have the Eagles in like in a 27-20 game. And something we were saying before, the way to attack them is the run, and Reed will not stick to it, right? I remember a Probably couple, not. I remember a couple years if ago they when, could even run. Yeah. when Patrick Graham was playing deep zone, and, and I remember you said this, that Graham was concerned, and Judge said, the one time <laughs> Judge said something right, he said, <laughs> give him time, he's going to pass. And, he, and we always beat them on Monday night. Like, we played really well them. against them. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll never forget yeah. that. And I, I just thought, man, we need Andy Reid to run the ball, and he's not going to run it enough against this team. Yeah. And, and look, not that the, the Chiefs have a great running game, but that's the way to beat the Eagles. And, like, dude, I said the same thing. If they had Tyreek Hill, I'd feel a lot better. But I'm even thinking, like, the Eagles win by two touchdowns, like something ah, late yeah. or something like that, like 34 it could 20 be, or, It uh, could be. I think sucks. they're that good. I really sucks. do. I think they're that good. Uh, but, but. Um, Spags. Yeah. You got the Spags factor. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Spags always seems to dial up something in these big games, man. Always. Yep. You got the Mahomes factor. He's the best quarterback in the game. The guy's – even his ankle will feel a little bit better. Yeah. Um, you know, two weeks off and all that. Uh, so you have the Mahomes factor. Where he could just win a game because he's just incredible. He's just incredible, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um, And they have a couple of guys – that could do some damage on the defensive side of the ball. But I just think the Eagles are just I know. too good. You know, too I like good. the Eagles to win this one. Uh, <laughs> I hope we're both wrong, but I do too. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, right. so do I. But we'll see what happens. Super Bowl party or no? What was that? Super Bowl no, party or no? No, no, yeah. no. All right, I, I got to be honest with you, dude. I hate the Super Bowl if the Giants aren't in it. Oh, yeah, uh, of yeah. course, I watch it, but to me, sure. this is to me. I got to be honest with you, it's amateur day. So yeah. Everybody, the whole nation doesn't even know what the hell football is. Is yeah. sitting, oh yeah, let's watch the Super Bowl. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Okay, and then so, you got the uh, the halftime show that usually lasts too. Long. Oh my god, the halftime show is a half hour, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, although I love, I do love Rihanna, but yeah. but the halftime show is uh, 
you know, it's, what is it, Jerry? A half hour, right? It's got to be a half hour. Yeah. It's a half hour. Yeah. I don't think that's fair to the players who are used to 12 minutes, 15 yep. tops getting back out. But yeah. it's just the whole spectacle of it. It's like, oh, God, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so we'll see what happens, man. All right, guys. Thanks for chiming in. Uh, those who joined, really appreciate it. And uh, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital one. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys. Let's go Chiefs. Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Yeah, enjoy the game.